What's up? What's up, everybody? It's another Monday night. Culture Corner Eastside Connection. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's let's, happening? Let's How y'all feeling? The proceedings. <laughs> so, what's good, everybody? What's Doing up, good, man? man? You know, um, happening, bro. <laughs> you know, me and Dwayne are happy to be here. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Glad y'all here, man. Glad y'all no, here. Yeah, no doubt. People, places, and things. You know, just um, a few, just a few nouns that we're going to throw out thanks, there. You know, thanks for the invite to y'all show. Absolutely. So, so I know usually, you know, when y'all um, are doing a show, y'all ask the guest questions, and when it be a conversation. But what, are, what, what, what is, what is poetry Eastside? Let me just ask that. Uh, I don't know if y'all explained it last week when I was behind the scenes. Uh, what is y'all? What is Poetry Eastside? What it's about? What y'all plan to do with the show, and so forth and so on. Oh, Poe, I ain't know if you wanted to jump in. Nah, there. nah, <laughs> nah. You, 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 you got it, bro. You got it, bro. Let them know. Let them know. Well, basically, know. it's the East Side connection. You know, we got the West Side connection out there in California, Los Angeles, but we right here on the East Coast doing our thing. East Side connection. We having that barbershop talk alongside of some poetry. So we yeah, you already said that Nicole Nicole already asked Dwayne, was he a poet? No, nah. Nicole. Dwayne and myself are <laughs> guests on the first show on their second yeah, show. Yeah, he a poet. I'm about to start ghostwriting for him. Right, 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 right. I mean, I mean, you know, with the East Side connection, you know how you know how the East Side is, Q. The East Side, we might be a little controversial. We might say some things that will rustle a few feathers, you know, but hey, at the end of the day. It's gonna be all about that that good feel good conversation talk, poets, non poet, whoever want to come on and want to be here and want to you know chop it up with us, ladies. Yeah, we want y'all too, because we're gonna have some special stuff to talk to y'all about. Mm. That's right, man. Mm. Mm-hmm. We want to get so your opinion. I appreciate y'all allowing me to ask y'all that that question. Um, you know one of, one of the things, and even and Dwayne even asked me. He said, "Yo, what, what the heck we gonna do on this show?" <laughs> I I couldn't say nothing. I felt bad because it's like I didn't know if I I felt like he I might have been keeping something from him, and I know he was probably like, "Yo, he up to something." <laughs> you know, this is my, my my boy since the sixth grade. He got up to something, and to be perfectly honest with you guys. I kind of feel bad because I wasn't up to nothing and I couldn't tell him nothing. Because because King never told me what we were going to be on the show for. What we was gonna yeah, talk I hit about. him later and told him more like people, places, and things, man. Because yeah. that's what the world is in right now. People, places, and things. You got to watch your energy. Check out those vibes, that frequency that people are sending out. 
Yes, know, sir. You got to be tiptoeing, no, well, not tiptoeing around, but you can always remove yourself from that place and space. You know what I mean? Literally, I do it, I do it every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, you have to, you know. I mean, let's talk about places, right? All right. Let's go ahead and jump into it. <laughs> y'all say, y'all say, y'all been, y'all been together, friends since the sixth grade. Yo. What was that first thought when y'all met each other in that place, sixth grade, man? What was that? What What was that, bro? I okay. mean, no. I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. We we both caught the eye of uh, a young lady, and uh, we commented on it, and it just developed right from there. And that's the God's honest truth. Mm. Yeah. You know, it, it, even when you even when you were sixth grade. You know, you know what you like, you know what you see, and you could connect with a brother that's on the same vibe. And so from that one little thing um, has developed a life lifelong friendship that I honor and uh, treasure dearly. You know, it's funny. It's funny you said that, Poe, is because I had knew of Dwayne prior to that because we both were on different baseball teams, mm. like a little league league that we had in the, in the town. Okay, and uh, knew he was his team that he played for was the team that he 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 liked in real life the Mets, and so in sixth grade it was like all the elementary schools in sixth grade coming together, so you got mixed and got exposed to everybody that you knew of but you didn't really know, and like Dwayne said, it was like we were in the cafeteria getting ready. And we both looked at the same girl at the same time, and it and it's crazy because nobody never asked us the story until just now, and we wow. always talk about it. Wow, um, Craig on the phone, and Craig, you know, he's a couple years older than us, and I know he wants to know, but you know, it, it really legitimately started out like that, and then um, we we were on the same basketball team together, and we started a group, and it was called. You know, when you play basketball, they got this drill that they call suicides. Yeah. And line to foul line. End line to foul line. End line to half court. End line to the opposite foul line. End line to the other end line and back. <laughs> so we had a coach that used to always try to get us to do suicides. Right. So we felt like the coach wasn't giving everybody playing time. So in seventh grade, we started a group called No PT, which meant playing time, no suicides. Coach, it went off for like two months, and then the coach found out what we were saying. So you know, it just just morphed. We um we both like the same professional football team. Po, we both Cowboy fans. I know you're a 49er fan, and um, for me, you know, a lot of a lot flag of times, play. flag on the play. <laughs> I feel like I'm about to be double teamed. Nah, you you a good company. A lot of times, you know, for me. You always hear a lot of people be like, you know, their friends have to do everything that they do or have mm. to be about everything that um, they're about. I, I look at Dwayne's friendship as me and Dwayne don't, outside of our teams, we think a lot different. Like, if you guys heard us during the football game, we're both Cowboy fans, but we argue. All the time. And we argue <laughs> over things, things that we All see time. differently. And it's really sometimes we'd be like, 
who's going to be the first one to pull the stats up to be right or wrong. And then oh, like, throughout the week, like, for example, this week, we, we lost yesterday, right? We seen things different yesterday. By the end of the week, we'll be, I'll agree with what he told me in the beginning of the week, and he'll agree with what I told him in the, in the other week. So, right. you know, uh, you know, it's, it's just, you know, morphed, morphed like, I, like Dwayne said, he morphed from sixth grade and until we're in our, our mid-40s, late-40s now. Right, in this stage, right? So, there's stages of friendships. Like, mm-hmm. there's times where you see and talk to each other all the time. And there's times where years pass where you may not cross cross each other's path. You may not talk to each other. But my friendship with this, with this gentleman right here truly blossomed during COVID. Because mm. the world slowed down and, and, and you didn't really know what to do with your time. And, and he started this platform and just invited me into it and our friendship has reached another level it's rare that i talk to somebody daily yeah i talk to this gentleman daily and uh you know been through some real difficult times in my life in the last decade and to have somebody that i could pick up the phone talk to text and there's no judgment but we'll keep it real and I think as black men, people don't realize that we do that for each other. Yeah. And they always yeah. want to paint us in a broad brush, man. But we are there for each other, man. Like, there's nothing in this world that I can't talk about to my friend. You know, and, and, and that's golden, man. So he knows this. I give him his flowers all the time, man. I let him know I love him. Because as black men, we can let each other know that we love each other. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, have more. You know, Absolutely. So know how I feel about them. And, you know, through this friendship, gotten to know King and have had Let's some go. dope conversations with him. And, and now I got another brother. Yes, you know sir. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. You know, it's a lot of nonsense. It's a lot of brothers <laughs> that get on one side of an argument and start kicking the other brother down and, and we gotta be better than that. You yes, know how a, 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 a poetic and, and king, you know how you have the friend that's like your conscious your, your other conscious <laughs> that's gonna tell you that's going because Dwayne or myself will call each other while we're in the middle of doing a decision and be like yo, what you think about this? Am I, am I looking at it wrong? And it's it's been instances and, and you know everything that we go on in life um is a learning experience. Yeah. And it's about for us holding each other accountable as friends and then looking at situations different. I've made some a lot of decisions in the last couple of years that I probably wouldn't have made years ago. So Dwayne is like the type of person like, yo. It's, it's it's Captain Obvious. Yo, why are you going to do that again? And I'm like, I don't know, Wayne. It's just something like I, I see. Like I have a thing where I could see something in somebody. For example, it could be something real small. And Dwayne would be like, I don't know if you should invest that much energy in that person. Because a lot of times what we do and what I do is that is my weakness. That is that is my red flag for myself because I yeah. wind up investing in somebody and putting invest and putting invest and putting invest in 
and then it'd be like it turned out to be some other stuff and Dwayne would be like he's like what did you do and then when I tell him like nah bro this is everything that happened and he'd be like don't do it this is why I don't do that and 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 you need that like and like I, I have to keep saying that you need somebody in, in my opinion that's so opposite of what you would do because I'll do something crazy and then I, I'll tell Dwayne like yo you, you know we just had we were just fortunate enough to have our 30 year class reunion yeah. and um, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you guys it was so much fun really like Dwayne went to the 20th year reunion I went to the 25th so he was telling me about the 20th I was telling about the 25th <laughs> so I said Dwayne we're going to go to the 30th together that's what's it was up. so much fun. Yeah, and, that's what's up. and you know, to see our classmates that um we all like you know when you're a kid, when you're when you're young, you're trying to figure life out. So you a lot of people may not know the problems you may have want to, and now as adults, some of those same people that maybe you didn't really ever conversate with to see how they got older, to see where their life is at now. And you know, me and Dwayne always had the sixth <laughs> grade, the the genesis of our friendship was always this particular girl. Now, we've never seen her since the, the eighth grade, you guys. Wow. Our family moved away so. since the eighth grade. We haven't and, seen her. Nobody knows where she's at. Apes. Apes. So, apes. So I, so I say that. Y'all ain't like, tracked her down? Y'all ain't tracked her down? It's social right. media, bro. Everybody's on social media. I'll be honest with you. I've been on every social media platform I could be on as a 48-year-old man. I'm trying to find this sixth-grade crust, bro. And it's not there. Hey man, you know, you know, it's crazy because I had I had two sixth grade crushes, bro. Two of them. Two of them. One used to one used to uh she was attracted to my intelligence. Oh man. She was real pretty too. The hair was real fine. Her mama was pretty too. They were just they just pretty just ran in that family. <laughs> I know where she at. But there's one, there's one that would always make me tongue-tied. Like, like I I, I couldn't even speak when I was around her. I, I I I had no idea where she at. Some of my some of my other classmates like, oh I don't have to. Nope, 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 nope. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know because I know how she made me feel. As a kid, she had me tongue tied, bro. I was like, why, why I can't talk to her? So when you say you went searching and looking, I understand. I understand. <laughs> yeah, I went through that wave myself, man. <clears throat> but being a researcher that I am, I find people. One of the biggest things, to, um, it's, it's funny because like Dwayne said, you know, period of time, life happens. You kind of grow, not grow apart as friends, but you yeah. you grow in different directions. And yeah, true. Even though we went in different directions, our love for certain things was still there. Dwayne is a yeah. big Met fan. I'm a big Yankee fan. In the in the New York area, you guys know, we sports radio, talk radio was always big like like it's yeah. big now like me and yeah. du- like um what's the what's the guy Dwayne that just passed away from channel five oh McCormick McCorm- um Bill Mason the McCory report oh yeah 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 yeah, when, yeah 
Like, look, when he passed away a couple months ago, Dwayne posted it. I knew exactly what it was. Like, because mm. these Gil Noble, the, yeah. these people were so much of, of what we liked as kids, uh, it, sportscasters, um, you know, me and Dwayne, we shared a book. What was the book, Dwayne? The book was by William Bryant. Well, uh, yeah, by Howard Bryant. Howard I can't Bryant. think of the name. I mean, and, right so... Now. And, and uh, he gifted it to me, and it was great. Dwayne, like, like for example, a lot of people don't know if you're not a sports fan or knew about Sports Center, right? A lot of people don't know who Ralph Wiley was. Dwayne was a big Ralph Wiley fan, so I knew who he was. So you start to understand, like, yeah, the time went on, the time went on, and we went our separate directions. But Dwayne actually worked in the sports field, even though I was just a mm-hmm. fan. Dwayne was a fan, but Dwayne worked in it. It's like now we could just talk. We could talk about any sport and be like, "Yo, what yeah." But think? it's funny that you said uh, one of my favorite human beings of all time was uh, Gil Noble. Even as a kid, I would watch him on Channel Seven, and my dad would be like, "Man, what you know about what you watching?" And I would say, "Dad, I'm learning because I just always wanted to be a sponge." And in the town that we grew up in, at the time. Our school district was only about 15% black. So the school curriculum didn't give us our history. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to find it because I got tired of every February, we had to hear about Abraham Lincoln. We had to hear the same stories over and over again, which was not our story. Right, right. Shows like that, like it is, man, I watched every... (laughs) Tom, it was that that you guys hear how we, we Dwayne and myself sports fans, right? I'm gonna just give y'all a little history. 1986, we was 12 years old. Our high school was in the championship game. Oh. Fellas, it, it felt like it was negative 50. <laughs> we we were we, you know going to the football games back then was like tradition. You had to be at the game. Um, even even now, like we we remember stuff back then, where we could recall other towns who was good, what the players was. Make a long story short, we was in the championship game. It was so cold. We left the game and went to Dwayne's house and watched the second half on TV. There was a bunch was, of us too, and my mother just bruh. started making yeah. soup and, yeah. and sandwiches, and we was like, "Good man, you know." That's just awesome, yeah. bro. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I love it. I love to hear that, man. You know, I got a friend. Uh, he and I've been best friends since high school, freshman year of high school. We we <laughs> we became friends in algebra of all classes, algebra. <laughs> and uh, you know, it, it, we go through our ups and downs, right? But it's it's important as a man to have somebody hold you accountable, help you stay in line. You know, as we talk, think about it, you know, pastors, right? Pastors of churches, right? I want to know who your pastor is. Before I invest in you, who is your pastor? Who's holding you accountable as you hold us accountable? And if you can't tell me that, ain't no need of me stepping my foot in your doors. (laughs) But as men, we got to get out of this you can't tell me what to do. You ain't my father. Nah, bro, I'm not your father. 
but I care about you and I love you enough to let you know that you going down the wrong path. That's it. Poetic, the the, the interesting part of what you're saying, right? I know for a fact that I am the only person that can get Dwayne to talk about politics. (laughs) He will not talk about politics with nobody. Nobody in his family, nobody. And and listen, his his nephew, he's got a nephew. Dwayne has a nephew. Political science coming, major. Very independent voter. Very, very good mind. I've I had a chance to interview him. Got a good perspective. Uh political science major at a Rutgers. Yeah. Real intelligent young man. I interviewed him, and Dwayne said to me, Dang, I didn't know my nephew knew that much. And I start, and I'm like, why Dwayne? Did? Because Dwayne will not talk politics with nobody. He he asked me something last week after the election, and I'm like, why did he ask me that? <laughs> but I, but it's just amazing how, like you said, Paul, when you have those type of friends, yeah. um, f- sometimes friends are your family. They they become your family. That's her. Yeah, they become they become those that's going to yeah. hold you accountable, and and, yeah. and, and, and and like talk you off that cliff sometimes. Hey man, look, look! It had been several cliffs that I should have been talked off that I did not listen. <laughs> I did not listen. I know that's right. I've been in those doors before. Mom's passed away last year. You know what I mean? But <clears throat> me and homie, you know, what I'm saying he's from Brooklyn. We lived in the AC. Once we met each other, we just clicked. You know what I'm saying? He called me out on my bullshit. I called him out on his bullshit. And the crazy thing was, we just formed a connection because. His birthday was the same day as my older brother's. You know what mm. I'm saying? So we would talk about things and build on different things that's going on in the world. And even like I say, like maybe seven years ago, somewhere like that, <clears throat> we was chopping up one time, and he was like, "Yo, I didn't know you was that deep." I said, "I'm not deep." He said, "You ain't never talked." We was out in them streets on us. So what's there to talk about? We doing this, that, and X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? So as grown men, when yeah. we started really talking. And he was like, wow. Like, to see my perspective on different things in the world, society or whatever, we started really building. You know, he's 5%, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. he never really heard me talk that talk. I said, I've been right. had knowledge yourself before I moved to South Jersey. But it was just good, me and him chopping it up the way we did. Like, and you, and yeah. you, know, you, know how, you know how we have those friends that be like, well, if you friends with somebody that I don't talk to, you, uh, you can't be my friend, right? So let me just tell y'all a story. And, and, you know, a person may hear this or know what's going on and be like, you know, I'm throwing shots, but I'm being, I'm being honest, right? Transparent. Situation happened, right? Where I, w- I was friends with somebody, right? And they, they was friends with Dwayne as well. Me and the person fell out. I don't know why we fell out, but I had to react off of the reaction, right? right. They unfriended Dwayne, right? <laughs> So when, when me and Dwayne first started talking about Dwayne, said, "Well, what did I do?" I <laughs> and and hey. he's right. He's right though. Even even though, eventually, I explained the story to him. It's just crazy how some people are so caught up in. Well, if I'm not this person's friend, I'm not going to be that person's friend. He's the one that if you would have stayed his friend, this particular person, and if you would have looked at him as a sincere friend. That would have told you, like, no, maybe Q is wrong. Let me talk to him, or maybe you're wrong. Let me talk to you, because because sometimes we try to dictate how our friends should yeah. think. 
Yeah. Instead of respecting their individual opinion right. and their beliefs right. and values, right. that we you, don't we don't let them be who they are. You know, you know where that comes from. Sometimes, don't you? That comes from that 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 what our parents and our grandparents told us. Well, you know, baby, you're guilty by association. Huh? <laughs> like, but what did I do? I I, I didn't do nothing. I I didn't yeah. I didn't do nothing. Right. I'm gonna tell you. I was a kid who was terrified of my mother. My mother did not play. She had me when she was 16. She did not play. I was a 70s baby. I'm the same age as y'all. Born in 74. Yep. I was too scared to hang around with the wrong folks. Because of who, because of who my mama was. Now, my brother, my brother ain't care. He wanted to test those waters. And I would tell him all the time. It's nice knowing you because my mama was a kind of mother. I brought you in this world and I will take you out. Listen, I was 16. Uh-oh. Trying Uh-oh. to follow trying to follow some people. Situation ended really bad for me. Mm. So I, I'm gonna be transparent. Got arrested. Was in Westfield, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. These cops talking greasy, and they're like, You ain't scared. I said, You wanna know why? Because eventually you're going to have to call my mom. And I said, and when she gets here, put me in the jail cell. (laughs) (laughs) These jokers released me to one of the people that I was with and didn't call my mom. (laughs) And guess what? Our lawyers used that and my thing got thrown out. So it's okay to have fear of your parents, man. And when when people like younger people get tired when I say this because I mentor some younger mm-hmm. people as well, and being born in 1974 and being young in the 80s, it truly was a village. If Miss yes, Walker yes. saw me doing something wrong and her presence, okay, she corrected it immediately, and then got on the phone and told my mom. So not only did I get it from Miss Walker and got it physically from Miss Walker, <laughs> don't get it twisted, got it physically. Yeah. I had another one waiting for me yeah. when I got home. But now we so quick. Don't chastise, chastise my child. That's my job. Right. And, right. and I think that's where we, we went wrong. Because yeah. the community used to police a yeah. lot of the nonsense that we're not allowed to police today. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. had a we had a we had a mentor, man. He and he ran like the neighborhood gym. And and literally from <clears throat> the age of thirty eight legitimately to sixty five, I can honestly say there is not a young man who came through him and up onto him that didn't have to put one foot up and sing in front of the whole gym because they did something yeah. crazy. So, and he was trying to tell us basically when you look at it now like you know be a man be respectful hold yourself accountable but when we would mess up no matter who you was that came in that gym if you was new to the town he'd sit back and wait get to know who your people is 
But he would touch. Like one time I cut up. He said, what you going to do, punk? You ain't going to do nothing to me. He's like, matter of fact, tell your father. No, don't tell your father. Tell your grandfather I said it. Mm. Tell him Paul said it. So having that type of mentor, even back then, like, you know, years and years ago, like we think about him now. And his one word I could say to Dwayne that he used to say, and Dwayne is smile. It's just one word. All I got to do to Dwayne is say is game. That was his, word, his favorite word, game. But not just me. Anybody from my brother-in-law who's 14 years older than me. You say game around him, he just start laughing. Yeah, you just got to say his game. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah we, you know, we, uh, we kind of lost a whole lot of that, man. Because every, yeah. every hood that you grew up in had, had a guy like that. Every hood, man, and in our hood, we had a guy like that, man. And um, right now, he's doing doing community work for for Baltimore City. And um, bro, you just gotta just gotta stay with it, man. And and, and when you mentoring, because you know I mentor a little bit here and there, but uh, these young cats, man, they 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 only care about right now. They they believe in that YOLO. You only live once. Well, you might only live once. <laughs> But you're going to go now. How you go is up to you. Like, do, do you want to live? You want to live out your life that yeah. God has planned for you. You know, you want to grow old someday. I told him. I said, look. I said, however, however long I'm here. If I'm here till I'm 90. If I'm here till I'm 80. If I'm here till I'm 120. Hey, I'm going to live life. But I want to try and teach my my boys because I got sons. Mm-hmm. I got three sons. I try to teach them the right way how to be a man, how to be a man. And taught about my mama, me being scared of my mama. Okay. I was nowhere near scared of my daddy. I get on my dad right now about this one thing. When I was a kid, because I used to get bullied out, my dad decided he was going to give me a knife. Dad gave me a pen knife. I'll never forget it. It was a black knife, black little pen knife with a little teeny white button. I took it to school. He didn't tell me not to. So I took I thought it was cool. I'll take it to school. Man, I showed some, I showed one person. One person. Next thing I know, I'm getting called into the office. They confiscate my knife. My mama get called. I said, Whoa, you you calling my mother? I said, please don't call my mother. Just call my dad. Just call my dad. He the one that gave it to me. Call my dad. Don't call my mother. My mother came up to school and got me. Took me. I just knew she was going to tear my behind up. She called my daddy. This is why I'm afraid of my mother. She called my daddy. Told my daddy I took a knife to school. My dad said, well, I'll be. I don't even know where he got it from. (laughs) What? (laughs) Anytime this grown man going to say he don't know where I got the knife that he gave me <laughs> bro that's why I was scared of my mother because that man would not would not confess nothing if he was in the wrong nah bro hey, nah, hey Poe, my right? joint was opposite man like 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 Dwayne said um for COVID right right before COVID dropped yeah yeah we had um I went down to Jersey to the high school football game Okay. And let me tell you. Now, the whole time that we had basically was living life, 
Dwayne had become a football coach for the young okay. kids, and and he was actually the commissioner for like the Pop Warner, right? Yeah, yeah. But you but you hear it and you see him. I would see Dwayne. He would be at our friend's barbershop. We talk. Bug out. Always talk about sports. Um, but we at the football game, and to hear younger men that's playing high school sports or just graduated call my boy coach <laughs> it, it, it messed me up because I know how he feels about sports but I never thought that he would coach I wow. never thought that he would be like that's have the stuff. patience enough to, to, to teach because that's really what a coach is to teach but even now like I'll say to him yo you remember him when he played What? tell me about him He's told me he Dwayne told me about three kids that he's seen in Pop Warner that's in the NFL now. He's like, Q, I know it day one. He has the eye to see it. And even now, so, like is right. one is one young man that he he coached. And you guys, Dwayne is so proud of this young man. I ain't even gonna say his name, but he's so proud of, of who the person and the young man that he's become. Uh he moved on and graduated college really making a mark in the city that he live in yeah and yeah. to know that Dwayne feels like yo Q like I remember him when he was a little kid like little football player and even now he's still calling him Coach D <laughs> Coach D that's Coach awesome D. bro you know that's so awesome. it, it's interesting <laughs> to hear these young men call my my boy from the sixth grade coach that's what's up that's what's yeah. up, man. That's, that's a good feeling, man. That's a good yeah, feeling, it's right been, there. It's been a blessing of my life, and uh, you know, it, it. I would say in my time there, fifteen years, I have maybe encountered between the boy football players and the cheerleaders, maybe I don't know, well over like fifteen hundred, two thousand kids, and. Uh, I went back to Union, and uh, this was last summer, and I was in the shop, and I saw a gentleman, and he was staring at me. I knew who he was right away. Right. And uh, he kept staring, staring. And he was like, Coach Dwayne, you remember me? I said, how could I ever forget you, Dimitri? And he, his eyes welled up. He's like, Coach, I was the last player in the game, and you remember me? I said it was my job to make all of you feel important. So, of course, I remember you. And I know what you're up to. I know what school you graduated from. I know your job. Because I talked to your parents. And it's just, it's one of the joys of my life that I was able yeah. to, to encounter the young men that yeah, I did. Man. And there's success stories in there. And there's some that's not so successful. But even for the ones that are not, I'm going to treat them just the same. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. He has a he has this thing, right? Whoever whoever calls the the one one whoever calls first in the morning, right? So sometimes Dwayne will call me first because he may work in the office, out of the office, so I may be busy, right? So usually if something is going on in sports, or even if it's a story that's about life, Dwayne will say one thing to me, that means it's a bombshell that didn't happen. All he gotta do to me do to say to me is what does Mike always say? The cover up is worse than the crime. <laughs> Once he say that, That's what's up, I know man. it's gonna be that's a big up. story. Um that's what's up. one one of the things one of the things that's interesting is 
we we you never know how like I, I think that if if for Dwayne's dream and my dream with with podcasting is that's something that we both love the journalism aspect to to be able to conversate to because this is for us as kids sometimes you couldn't watch TV with the grown folks so you would be in the room with your radio listening and you you know even even now when I meet people and I talk about Dwayne I'll be like yo my boy we know all about sports and they be laughing they be like nah you don't so one day recently I was arguing with somebody about baseball right so Mm -hmm. I, I was a big big Ken Griffey Jr. fan so but I'm arguing about who was the greatest player ever so I'm I'm mm. I'm on my 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 thing. I'm talking about Mickey Mantle. I'm like, but his life got cut short. He's a Yankee <laughs> fan too. So I'm so you know I'm I'm talking. I said, but my boy said Hank Aaron. So the dudes start going in. Oh, Hank wasn't this day with that. I said, <laughs> I said, when you get a chance, Google them. Google the stats because this is what Dwayne made me do. And you look at the stats. Yeah. You can't argue. Yeah, and we're not talking about a compiler of stats. We're talking about consistent, year in, year Mm. out. And you know, it's it's like I said, man. It's it's a pleasure to be able to chop it up every day with somebody, and just just get their opinion and and thoughts about life, life, life. Yeah, outside of that's good. You know, we don't argue about Yankees and Mets. We argue about the team that we we, we got in common. It's the weirdest thing. I've hung up on my boy a couple of times. Oh, <laughs> listen, listen. All jokes aside, if I'm about to drop a bombshell on him, I'll be like, "Yo, please don't hang up on me." Let me tell you this, and then he'll tell me, "Don't tell me," or he'll be like, "All right, I'm ready. I'm not gonna hang up on you." But this, but this one particular day, right? We were talking about football positions. And I said, "Yeah, in the top ten, you got to you got to draft a defensive tackle." Next thing I know, I heard tone. I'm like, "Why you hang up on me?" <laughs> so, and and I remember, listen, I remember the player. The player we was talking about was Dexter Lawrence mm-hmm. from Clemson. That's on the Giants, who's playing real well. And real Dwayne well. was like, "Yo, you can't draft him that high." And the Giants drafted him later in the first round, but that was actually a reach <laughs> with a pick like that. And, you know, so you, like I said, even though he hung up on me, and he hung up on me a couple other times, <laughs> and I can't say what the conversation was about, <laughs> but it is, it be some doozies. Um, last night, I was, we was talking about a situation, and we were talking about the six degrees of knowing people, and I was like, yeah, you know such and such that's related to me who knows such and such, such and such, or somebody we grew up with. And I said, yo, and I said to him, I said, Dwayne, I'm glad we ain't messy, boy, because this we could blow it all up. All of that. <laughs> <laughs> all of that. You know? Hey, 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 ladies and gentlemen, what you're witnessing right now is black male friendships at its best. Brothers that love each other. And I want you to take note at how Q is not talking about himself. He's talking about his boy, what? his best friend. See, that's when you know that the friendship is at a different level. Is I don't have to talk about myself. I can talk about my man. 
and not feel a way about it. Because at the end of the day, I want to see both of us win. But he's more important to me than me talking about myself. Bruh, I love that, man. For those, I love for that. those that sport for those that sports fans, right? Dwayne Dwayne's parents was the was the sports parents. Mm-hmm. Came to every game, right? Came to every game. The only thing that I ever heard his mother say was his father's name. She'd always wow. be like George. Well, <laughs> well, right. You know, as kids, when you played sports, you would get upset. You know, you cry about a loss. Yeah. Well, in ninth grade, our ninth grade team, Dwayne didn't play, but we got our we got our butts hammered. So as we as we got older, um, you know, we we, and I didn't even notice about Dwayne, but and he didn't notice about me. We were into horse racing. So. Dwayne's father, and, and and this Dwayne told me this story, but it's relevant, and this is why I got to bring this up. So Dwayne's father, you know, a old a older man from the south who's witnessed and seen things that we couldn't even imagine. Right. So sports to him was, why did you get so upset over this stuff? So his father real told quick, him, Q, real quick to put content to it. My dad was thirty nine, going on forty when I was born. So when I was born, he was 39, but a couple of months later, he was, he was, uh, he turned 40. Okay. Uh, I wasn't, I was one of those, and I don't mind saying, oops, we're pregnant. You understand what I'm saying? But yeah, even with him being that much older than me, the way he poured into me was priceless, man. And it's. And I had a very interesting dynamic growing up. Um, oh yeah, two yeah. brothers married two sisters, and we lived in a two-family house. Oh, so I was blessed to not only be having a mother and father at home, had an aunt and uncle mm-hmm. right upstairs that I saw every day. You know, so when my father was going out to work and he had to maybe work six days in a row. His right. brother stepped right in. Mm. So I was always covered. And and, and spoiled mm. in a sense. And I tell Quentin this all the time. There's there's eight kids that came out of those two marriages. Okay. If you look at my cousin Clarence, I look more like him than my own brother because the blood is the same. So as a kid, everybody looks at me for sports, but I threw myself into that because I felt like I was lost at times. The youngest, both sides, and it really, you know, everybody believes in what they believe in, right? Uh, I'm a yeah. Christian. I believe um, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, right? But it wasn't till I was 19 when I gave my life to him that I found myself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, having a friend like Quentin who was very popular, very well known, and here I am, just known for sports, that's what makes the friendship even more special to me because he didn't judge. You understand? When school was over, we may not have ran in the same circles. But when he saw me walking down the block or he saw me down the Union Market, he didn't treat me any different because I wasn't part of the end crowd. 
You understand? And, and that's yeah. what's so important because we're all different, man. And right. Absolutely. We know what it is to be young. People make fun of each other, this, that, and the other. But when you got somebody that is doing something totally different than you, but respect you for who you are, man, it's priceless. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like, like for example, right, Dwayne, what I was saying about his pops, right? He'll be traveling. And he's going to be traveling this week, uh, safe travels, right? The weekend, right? And so he might not be able to get to a TV. And all I got to do is go on his page on Facebook and put his father's name up there. And he'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> his father basically told him, like, son, I don't know why you get upset about all these sports. It's all fixed. <laughs> and listen, when I say that to him or he say that to him, me, literally is something going on in the sports world that you cannot understand you can't describe it and i always say to Dwayne, what was the spread what was the spread because vegas has never went out of business not ever it never will the lights not always ever. Turn on. Always. always and look how many of us got fan duel accounts DraftKings accounts now that that stuff is legal you know how much money Listen, do you know how much money the state of New Jersey has made since they legalized gambling? And I, I got a question that. Where's all that money going? Mm. What are they doing with it? Because I don't see any improvements in the streets. Still potholes <laughs> everywhere. You know what I mean? Think about right. it. Right. People, That's what goes with the aspect, man. People, absolutely. places, and things. <laughs> Absolutely. Like you said, people, places, and things, right? Everybody flopped when this, what, Powerball was $1.9 million, and then the drawing didn't go off, and then they did a drawing that they didn't show, and it was a winner? Come on. Right. That part. A winner. Listen, listen, a winner who I just, who I just read today, a winner at the Powerball was $2.1 billion. The cash payment for the winner was only six hundred ninety-two million, and the reason why is because the IRS took twenty-four percent. Yep. Yep. California takes thirteen percent. Take thirteen for this yep. year and next year. So you don't think they wanted they wanted the winner to be in California? <laughs> the cover up is always worse than the crime. And the premise of that statement, you guys, is athletes you know me and Dwayne, you know growing up liking baseball then you seeing the steroid era and even in other sports a lot of guys do crazy stuff a lot of guys and gals do crazy stuff tanya harding situation most people never just said i did it yeah right most people yeah. never said i did it they yeah. try to cover it up yeah and the cover up is worse than the crime because you go so far with covering it up now you mess with, for example, the steroid era. Now you mess with blood samples. Now you're doing stuff like, uh, let's say, Raphael Palmero when he went from the Congress and he pointed his finger at Con- Just say, look, it was prevalent. It was legal. Just say, right. I, yeah, I, I right. indulged. Right. So, I want to switch gears a little bit, man. And I want to give you two gentlemen your flowers, man. When I hear y'all poetry, some of y'all pieces brothers 
like really move me. Some of y'all pieces make me think. And it is an art form, man, that people should really applaud you gentlemen because you guys are vulnerable. You, you're allowing people into your inner thought. And some people think poetry is just entertainment. No, you gotta listen to the words that's coming out of these gentlemen's mouth that they're teaching us. They're teaching us through their poetry, man. So thank you, brother. Kudos to you. Thank you, brother. Man. Appreciate like, you, man. Like, Absolutely. I'll be watching all the poetry on the shows, man. And not just y'all, all the people that y'all have. You know, some of it I'll be, you know, I'm a little bit more conservative. Some of it be racy as hell, man. I'll be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? I, mean, I called Quinn one night. y'all. I'm with family. I called Quinn one night. I was like, yo, what that old white lady was talking about? <laughs> yo, yo, yo. All jokes aside, this was one night. So, so he calls me. The next day, he calls me. He's telling Craig while we on the phone. So I'm acting like I didn't know what he was talking about. And, 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 you know, I remember, and shout out to Angela, man. She came on, uh, Andrea, she came on the show and she made a metaphor. And Dwayne was like, she's an older woman. What is she talking about? <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and it goes back to being able, as you guys as poets, you guys, for the listener, for the person that's not a poet, painting that picture, allowing yeah. our mind to be able to wander like, man, where's she going with it? You know what I like, mean? Like, like, who don't love a good book, right? Right. So you're giving it to us. You're painting a picture mm-hmm. in a short span, but it's so powerful, man. So it's a gift. And I thank both of you brothers for sharing that gift. You know? Thank you. Appreciate amazing. that. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Word up. Definitely do. Well, Paul, you want to get into some poetry, man? Hey man, let's do it, man. Let's do it. it Stage is yours. (laughs) This piece, man, is uh, it's called Dinner with a Tribe. Before we sit down and enjoy this feast, let me start by saying my piece. I'm honored that you all have accepted my invitation to sup and dine with me in regal fashion. I have selected a few of you to partake in knowledge, enlightenment, and nourishment because I'm curious about what you meant when you stated and fought for civil rights of our people to be treated equal. So my ancestors, let me start by understanding what it was like in our motherland before you were displaced in what would become Graceland, stolen royalty from among great kings and queens to be sold into slavery for money green just to watch from heaven at what we have become. I can feel your tears and the pain they come from. Each time it rains with great gusts of wind, your sacrifice comes at what end? We've made strides as a people, some good and some bad, but the ugly is that slavery looks different today amidst some fashion fads. The trends to support each other, overshadowed by senseless murders of our sisters and brothers, usually by our own kind. I wish before dessert I could have another piece of your mind by any means necessary. Free at last, free at last, but our skin color hunts us like a mercenary. Malcolm, how's your salad? 
Martin, I know you hear love ballads. Frederick, I learned how to read, but I still don't feel free. Rosa, thank you for your diligence and refusing to give up your seat, see? Because of you, our ancestors, we can fight without blinders. Paul, I admired you when you said, with our short sight, we affect to take a comprehensive view of eternity. Our horizon is the universe. Before we conclude this meal and disperse to the unnamed ancestors whom have hung from trees like spectacles, I pray we can change and do some of what you were afraid to do and become respectable. I wish I knew why you chose death for heaven in the sky. Chadwick as the Black Panther, you said, I will not abandon someone to die when I have the means to save his life. Thank you for your sacrifice and epic portrayal to remind us of our responsibilities with this life. Oh, to our ancestors. E-Bombay! 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 Ashe. 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 Yes, sir. Wow. See what I'm saying? You know, the amazing thing about that poet, that poem, and I know poetic pride don't even realize it. Today is the 107th year that Booker T. Washington was killed. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Deep. Wow. Deep. King. All right. This is a piece titled Freedom. My release to unleash any peace within my rights. Ignite a certain type, whether or not, whoever like. Verbalize my thoughts on any matter that may arrive. Dissect the hidden lies that the government prescribed. Open doors to the truth after a meeting of the minds. Underground ink and lines through this craft that poems shine. Leaders only lead, then leave only to breathe. Speakers inside a house that are diseased can't even please. Walking inside the politics of policy, their democracy. More like hypocrisy, build a mental portal honestly. With no exaggeration, kill relation on persuasion. Anger of civilization is steady waiting and debating. Devoted upon the right and wrong, standing bold and strong. For how long will they try and break the bonds of a race that's strong? Manipulating the strength with complexity of two cents. Remove the strain from the brain and utilize common sense. Okay. Yes, sir, my brother. Yes, sir. Mm. Mm. Amazing ink, bro. Amazing. Thank you. We got to get involved. This was dope, too, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, hitting hard. That's why I say, man, people, places, and things, man, you know, we all got to do better out in this world instead of being navigated by the illness that's disease in this world right now. The darkness, the clouds of discouragement and everything. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. People want to team up and as we say in the streets, be with the ops. Really? Is there really ops? You know what I mean? It's just people that's conditioned to be like just a certain way. That's certain human behavior that don't go along with others that's on the righteous path. You know what I mean? Indeed. And that's Indeed. why, you know, myself, I move with like-minded people, you know, people like, oh, well, you know, people going through doing, everybody's going through something. Absolutely. You ain't, you ain't special. Facts. Facts. <laughs> but then they look at me and <laughs> I'll be like Dwayne said with the joy. I got to write that poem because I find myself saying that all the time. What did I do? 
<laughs> yeah, I've been saying that for months. I was like, I gotta get that poem written because it's always something. And I got, I find myself, what did I do? You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right, right. Why am I to blame for whatever yeah. thing you got yeah. popping? It's that guilt by association, man. And sometimes people gotta look past it. You know, because we've been friends since sixth grade, you know, I'm not gonna always agree with my brother, but you know what? I'm not going to check him publicly. Mm. I'm not have that private conversation. Yes, sir. Bro, I didn't That's like how I don't like how that conversation went in front of other people, man. You you giving out family <laughs> secrets, man. Right, right. Hey, you know you, right. you know what's so funny, right? You know, you know what's funny the way he's saying that, right? I asked, I told him the other day. I said, "Yo, I got to stop talking about something." And he said, "No, no, really, you do got to stop talking about something, right?" So before the show, we was talking earlier. He said, yo, don't bring that up because I don't want to talk about it. And, and you know what, what it is, is that the angle, the angle that me and Dwayne had discussed the last time we were able to talk about the subject was basically how as friends, when you see your friend or somebody you know going through something, why do why does society or people in general abandon that person. Like nobody comes to your defense. Nobody comes and be like, no, this is an honorable guy. He won't do this. He won't do that. Society has gotten us so caught up in our own stuff that we don't even vouch for each other no more. Yeah. We don't even say yeah. like, yo, I mean, he may have I misspoke or he may have misstepped. Instead, we our silence, Dwayne going through something. And my silence speaks volumes about our friendship, I believe. So right. I should be the first one to be like, yo, what's up, little buddy? You, everything good? Yeah, right. everything right. good. Right. Like, you, need me, you need me to do something? We got we to gotta stop being afraid to have those conversations. Listen, if I see you putting something on socials, and yeah, certain things you don't read into, but if you truly know somebody, and you see what they putting on there? I'm yeah. asking. And yeah. You can tell me to mind my business, and I'll right. do it. But I'm going to ask you because I view things on social media, right? Sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes people are really giving you insight into what they're going through, man. Yes, sir. And sometimes it's a yes, cry sir. for help, and you got to be unafraid to be like, "Yo, you good?" Like. Are you really good? And I'm not talking about a response on your keyboard. I'm right. talking pick right. up that phone. Right. You know, because all smiles, there's not happiness behind all smiles, man. Last and we year. gotta pay attention to each other more. Last year, right? Friends, you know? Last last year, it was a, it's a brother on TV. He had he had lost his job at ESPN. So in losing his job at ESPN, you know, quote unquote, as an analyst, he didn't have a home. So he got into his, his YouTube, got into his personal bag, wrote a book. So he wrote a book and he, the book was good. His couple YouTube shows and Dwayne hit me up. He said, yo, you remember uh, Acho? I'm, I'm like, yeah, I remember him. I remember when he played, he used to work for the Cowboys. He's like, yo, he's got a really good book out and he's got a YouTube channel and it's basically converse, difficult conversations, right? Mm -hmm. So, and, and the reason why I'm bringing this up is, is 
I, I watched a couple of his episodes. I didn't get a chance to read his book. I, I did see the interview he did with Oprah. That path was chosen for him because I believe that he was doing some, he was about to do some great, great, great monumental work. And then he wound up getting a job at Fox and it kind of went a different direction. Mm-hmm. And I say that to say like, you know, one of the things that I like about what when, when King had decided to do this show and when I chopped it up with both of y'all was like, you know, we got to, sometimes we don't be wanting to have these conversations. Like Dwayne always tell me like, yo, forget what people think. We had these talks. Don't, don't, they don't need to know. Like sometimes people don't need to know how we build with each other. Right. I agree. I agree with Dwayne on that. Um, but if you have the opportunity to have those conversations in public and be able to chop it up and be able to get through those difficult times and be able to make you feel uncomfortable because everybody say that they want to be uncomfortable. No, they don't. Right. No, they don't. No, they right. don't. I mean, there's times that I might hit poetic up and be like, yo, man, yo, check this out. Cause I'll be straightforward. No, I'll be ready to just jump in the water. And I'll be like, yo, bro, check this out, man. And he'd be like a voice of reason. I'd be like, you know what? Yeah, you're right, bro. Yeah. Cool. Because, I, like I said, <laughs> I don't be ready to turn it up, but I just be battling thoughts. And I'm like, why don't people... Bruh, let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me let me give you a king look. <laughs> he'd be ready to turn it up. Yeah, because when I be talking <laughs> on video, I mean, he'd be like, yo, you got that look on your face, man. I'd be like, I'm just saying, yo. What, why I got to go keep going through that? What did I do? Like... Somebody trying to victimize yeah. me. I'm like, yeah. I'm not the root of your problem. You know what I'm saying? But it seemed like only common, as Dwayne would tell me, the common denominator to all your problems is you. Yeah. So absolutely. Maybe I need to get on some Teddy Pendergrass. I think it's time to let her go. <laughs> like some of the worst, some worst situations in my life, I was the cause of. Stubborn, hard-headed, thinking yeah. I know every darn thing, not willing to listen. You know, my brother, ten years older than me, and my my logic was, man, what you was going through in the seventies ain't helping me in the eighties, man. <laughs> it's different times, like, but there was lessons. Yeah. And when I thought back on it, yeah. he was trying to prevent me from have certain hurts that he went through. But hey. Life will mature you, man. Yeah, and it's like poetic. Yes, sir. It's like poetic said earlier, man. If there's any brother or even even the females watching this right now, get you a true accountability partner. Somebody Absolutely. that's going to give it to you the way you need it, not yeah. the way you want it. Indeed. I, mean, I even talked to Cuz. You know what I'm saying? I respect everybody that's right here on this panel. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, sometimes Cuz will be like. Stay focused, yo. Stay focused, like a like a Jedi master or whatever. I'll be like, I'm like, you know what? You right, you right. Man. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, and, and we all we all do it. Sometimes our distraction is bigger than our purpose. We allow it to get bigger than our purpose. Mm, yeah, and, yeah. You know, yeah. your purpose is your purpose. And right. what'll happen is, if your purpose is to stay on track, be on track. Like as they say, your purpose needs too much of your energy for your distraction to come. 
You know, like I have some some distractions you got to face, but some you ain't got to face. I had somebody right. reach out to me one time talking about, hey man, why you Q and Keisha be doing those review shows on Monday? Ain't nobody watching. I said, just because you ain't watching don't mean that somebody ain't watching, brother. That's right. right. And if it's right. one person, if it's one person that's watching, then it, it makes it all worthwhile. Yes, but sir. Who don't want to spend an hour or so having a good time with friends, laughing, joking, this, that, and the third. Like, you know, I was talking to my pops one time and and I was working at ESPN at the time. And I said, hey, dad, I I just feel like I could be doing so much more for my community. And he was like, well, you got to figure it out, son. He was like, you know what your strengths is. I don't have to tell you. The next day, I went and got a paper. It was called the Union Leader at the time. And I'm searching through the Union Leader and it says, Union Rams need coach. Mm. It was right there for me. Mm. So when I first first got started, people was like, yo, you really pouring your time into that, dealing with the parents? I said, if I could touch one life. Yes, sir. It'll make it all worthwhile. But you know what? Yes, sir. You know what? I thought so small. Because the most high had me touch many, many lives, right? And Come on, sir. So I'm blessed by it, right? I don't physically have a child in this world. But I have those kids that tell me, because you got hundreds of children. That's right. Because That's of right. the lessons that you poured into us. That's in right. Trouble, I will never say I don't have an ego, Right. But when you're dealing in certain situations, you have to be egoless. Yes, sir. You got to remove yourself, right? you know, and pour into others. Mm-hmm. And in this world of dog eat dog, I have a mentor, man. And uh, fortunately right now, you know, prayers up to him. Um, he just had to have quadruple bypass surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, Italian Chris. man. Italian man. And when I worked at ESPN, I worked so hard. And I wanted to take everything in and make it my own. And he called me in the office one day. He was like, Dwayne, you're an excellent worker, man. You know everything, this, that, and other. But if you get hit by a bus tomorrow, that whole department is done because you ain't Mm -hmm. sharing your knowledge. Right. So we got to stop being scared to share our knowledge, man. You know, because something that you may say, it may be a blessing to somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and kindness goes a long way, man. I do a exactly. lot of stuff on social media where I say, be kind, smile. Man, for me, it's easier for me to smile and scrunch my face. Yes, sir. Yes, a sir. Of, a lot of times, people, they get mad while you smiling. Why you smiling for, you we know, this is like, yeah. I, I mean, I've even went to the job. I come in the, I come in the morning joking with people. Certain people, then it's like this. Oh, you mighty happy this morning. I woke up this morning. Brand new day, brand new feeling. That's my Absolutely. affirmation. What's Absolutely. yours? I do, you that. I do the same thing in my job, bro. <laughs> I, I, they always tell me, why are you always so positive? I said, why I got to be negative? Right. One of the things, and, and I, I, may get myself, I may get myself in trouble, and I, I tend to do that from time to time. And, and my, horseman. <laughs> my brother be pulling me into it. I find it very interesting, man. And I don't want to paint a broad brush. 
But when I go to the South and I'm in the South a lot, I feel more love. When yes, I say go to somebody, they yes, say go back. Yeah. You know, when I open the door for a young lady, it's no interior motive behind it. And she's right. grateful. Right. It's like, <laughs> we live, it, it, and my father said this to me one time. Life is a rat race, but you don't have to be a rat. <laughs> you know, we can love each other, man. I yeah. Can tell a sister, yeah. I can tell a sister I love her. I have nothing in my mind to want to get with them. Right. Right. We gotta we gotta get past all that foolishness. Right. One of the things yeah. on Quentin's platform that I hate and he know it. I'll text him, <laughs> I'll call him, I'll buy it up. And I'll be like, yo, these ginger wars gotta stop. Man. Like, <laughs> they're draining. Are we not drained by this? We are. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you. It's not gonna change till we change it. Right. It's not gonna change till we change it. The 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 sad reality is is gender wars is what's popular right now. That and 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 the uh LGBQ community, all all of that is 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 what's is what's happening and what's popular right now. I told uh I think of the last show, I think I said uh I said if we wanna uh be controversial, we can be. I said, because we know people are going to watch that. So it sounds. But what we're doing right here is changing the narrative. Right. We're not being controversial. Right. We're, we're not being hateful towards each other. Matter of fact, we're showing you what brotherly love looks like. Each one to each one. And man, I'm, 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 I'm from the hoods in Baltimore City. Maryland, for those of you who don't know. And I'm quite and I'm quite sure uh, poetic with what you and King envision for uh, East East Side Connection will be. Y'all will probably talk about those issues where people deem it controversy. Um, yeah. One one of the things that I know from dealing with you, with, with with you, dealing with King, dealing with Dwayne is that accountability factor. And that's why a lot of things bother us when we look at it from the grand scheme of things. Yes, and sir. you look at it from afar, you'd be like, where's the accountability? Yes, like, sir. where's somebody taking ownership for their actions? And right. we see that in the gender wars. We see that in absolutely the, the, the grand scheme of what's going on in the world. And like I said to myself the other day, I said, you know, I feel like the world is moving a thousand miles per hour. Let me slow down. Yeah, because if you try to keep up with what's going on, everything, <laughs> yo, you. Yeah. Prime example, you be like me, you leave your work truck door unlocked. <laughs> Something like that that I do every day, that I forgot to do this particular day, and it didn't, it didn't end out well. So, you know, sometimes we just need to slow down. Yeah, and us being like born in '74, and we're approaching, God willing, the age of fifty very soon we're seeing those people that poured into us being yeah. called home, right? Yeah. We cannot be afraid to pick up the baton, man. They gave us yes, the sir. blueprint. True yes, sir. We right. gotta be able to do it. And, and and I talk to brothers at work sometimes. Oh, man, I ain't messing with these kids today. They ain't gonna listen. Come on, man. Try. Oh, man. Man, that's listen. Try. I love it. Throw me into the wolves. I love it. 
And look, I just had a I just had a conversation with a cousin of mine. He just came out the feds when I the other day. You know what I'm saying? We spoke for like an hour, just chopping it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Me and his pops is real fly. You know what I'm saying? And I was just giving a little food for thought. I said, I ain't trying to tell you what to do. I said, I listen to your pops all the time, man. You dropping some knowledge on me on every time I come to Carolina. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yo, that's peace. You know what I'm saying? I'm like building with yeah. him. So we yeah. just building right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but you know what? At the middle of that, let me just tell everybody, click like and subscribe to the channel. Poetry Corner, Eastside Connection. Van Meadows, a.k.a. Poetic. King Atterbury, Joel Watson Atterbury. Yeah, I really, I really, I really um, want to tell y'all, you know, I'll be behind the scenes most of the time. And I want to <laughs> tell you, uh, y'all, man, what King, y'all, you, you and Poetic, y'all got something... What y'all envision for what y'all trying to do, man, I, I really think it's going to bring a different um, flavor to uh, what you guys both do together collectively on the Poetry Corner and with Epiphany Radio. It's to get people to um, come out and, and share more of their personality on y'all's sure. show and, and share more insight of who they are. And, you know, I, I definitely appreciate y'all allowing me to be my be the first guest. Uh, well, Blood Brother Mike was the first guest, actually. I'm the second guest, and me right, and Dwayne right. tied for second. Um, appreciate y'all, and it's really, it's really, it's really, it's really, it's really an honor, you know, because we don't, we don't share these conversations like Dwayne always says. Right, we have them, right. but we don't right. share them, and um, it doesn't always have to be a combative thing or a competition right. thing. Right. It's all about just chopping it up and being able to. You know, think things through and get different perspectives, and I really appreciate you guys inviting uh, myself yeah. and Dwayne on y'all show. Well, I appreciate y'all sharing. You know, what I'm saying dropping yes, little jewels and gems in between there. You know, what I'm yeah, saying? like I said, nobody never asks us about that sixth grade <laughs> thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but look, but look, but look at it though. Look at it though. That rich history is how everything always starts when you go into the barber shop. Yeah. All it takes is one person, and then the whole everybody in there is engaged. Right. Everybody, yeah. and uh, and and we couldn't have it without the genuineness of your friendship. Organic. So we so we appreciate that, and we appreciate we appreciate y'all for being transparent and sharing your friendship, not with just us, but y'all just shared it for the world. Right. So we thank y'all. Appreciate, appreciate that. You know what I mean, yeah, man. It's just a wonderful thing, man. The barbershop is the epicenter of the black community. Yes, sir. That's where, like, and as black men, and, and I'm just going to say this, do not fear therapy. Fellas, I do it. Yeah. It's yeah. good. It's good. Yeah. Share your thoughts, man. That's right. Yes. yes. I'd rather you share those thoughts on somebody's couch then getting yourself in confrontation out in these streets. That's right. Your home. Yeah. There's certain things as black men that we have to release. We can't be so bound up, man, because <laughs> you get to that point where you want to explode. Like, like Quentin knows there's a side that most <laughs> don't see because I don't allow them to see, you know, but it's there. Yeah, but we yeah. gotta be able to talk that out, man. And yeah, like I feel like I got a connection with the two of you right now. Right, absolutely, bro. I'm just, I'm just thankful for this whole cipher, man. And yeah. 
I'm thankful that we don't gotta have tomfoolery. We yes. ain't gotta be putting on the show. <laughs> Right. Yes. Organically ourselves, man. Ain't that a wonderful thing? Yeah, that's dude, yeah, that's, the, that's the way's favorite favorite thing. He like, what is this comic relief? <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 be in the middle of something serious, TV, sports, and do something that may be funny. Because Dwayne gonna be like, yo, I'm not here for comic relief. I'm here to watch sports. Like, if I wanted to go to a stand-up comedy, I would have went to a comedy show. Right, right, right. A good friend of mine who, who I love and I and I miss him, miss him dearly. You don't sometimes you don't realize the value that somebody adds to your life. And my brother should. He, he left us during COVID, unfortunately. And uh he was not one of those men that showed affection okay mm-hmm. and just so have it me and him went to a a, a, a situation uh, we went to an event because his son played high school football now usually Suge would have a whole crew with him but yeah. for that night it was just me and him mm-hmm. and as he I was about to get in my car. He jumped out of his and he said, and he used to call me Playboy. He's like, Playboy, you know I love you, right? And it kind of threw me aback because he never expressed that. Mm. I said, you know what, big brother? I love you too. He died a week later. Mm. Wow. And his passing, I Mm. know I stood with. So that's what I'm saying, man. Let people know because... The next 15 minutes, let alone tomorrow, is not guaranteed. And though I was sad when he left me, I knew that he loved me and I loved him too, man. So it's very important, man. People throw that, give people their flowers around. Come on, man. Let's be real and organic with that, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I said. He also said something funny one time. (laughs) He said, all y'all see Dwayne on social media, nice guy smiling. Y'all don't know, he's really an asshole. He just don't want everybody to see it. Don't give him the secret, The reason why he said that to Dwayne, right, is because you know when you go to football games and everybody want to sit in the crowd, Dwayne don't want to sit in the crowd, y'all. If he's watching the game, he don't want to talk. Let's watch the game. This is what we paid to come in for. So I'll go over here. So I'll, you know, he has a special <laughs> section now that he just wants to watch the game. And when he wants to say something, he'll wait till after the play. Don't, you know. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's interesting. Um, but uh, it's it's funny that Dwayne brought that up about Suge. You know, rest in peace, man. Dwayne, uh, last yeah. week spent some time me. with two two big brothers of ours, right? And I said to Dwayne the other day, I said, does this guy really know how we looked up him as kids? Like, yo, he was one of our heroes as kids, the older guy in the hood, star football player. And like, even now, I don't feel like I'm his peer. I see him and his wife and he's like, what's up, big bro? I don't think he even understand the impact that he had on Mm -hmm. us when we were kids. Like, for yeah. me to be where I am now, 
and he was about seven years older than me. Mm. As a kid, yeah, he was, he was a hero. I can't even imagine now at 48 that I'm blessed to call him my brother. Right. You know, he's another one that I could, he'll say, Morris, I ain't going to curse, but he'd be like, yo, you on that S right now, little bro. <laughs> Tighten up. Tighten up. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Thank you. Right. do it. It's okay to be corrected. It's okay to be corrected. <clears throat> well, like I said, I appreciate everybody coming through tonight, man. Really had a great time. So uh, Absolutely. You want to close this out, bro? Hey, man, listen. People, places, and things, y'all. I know it's not what y'all thought. But we dare to be different. So tune in next Monday night. The Let's Talk Poetry East Side Connection. Your host, King Atterbury. And yours truly poetic. And let's thank our special guests for being here, Dwayne and Q. Hey, man. Y'all welcome here anytime, bro. That's one love, one mic. Absolutely. Without question. Without question, bro. Yeah.